do do it. Don't even think about it. Seriously, don't even think about it, probably. If it comes into your head and they're saying, would I be able to run Dublin next year? If you're sitting now and you're a wee bit overweight or you're overweight, you have one year. And see that one year, that one year will fly in. Okay, so just set yourself simple goals. No, don't go, don't go overboard. Just nice simple goals and just go for it. Don't even think about it. Get it done. Because that's basically what I done. That, my friend, was Q Rooney. And this is the Inspirational Runners Podcast. Hey everyone, hope everything is going well for those training for Dublin Marathon. My name is Robbie Marsh and I'm your host, so welcome to the podcast. I've been looking forward to record this episode for a long, long time. A good friend of mine, Q Rooney from Kilkeel County Down, now living in Uri, three years ago weighed in at an astonishing 22 stone and nine pound. Motivated by his daughter's wedding, he now stands on the scales at an amazing 13 stone six, which means he has lost just over nine stone. This podcast is a must listen for those looking a bit of inspiration. His journey is a story of growth, discipline to process and stretching the comfort zone. He now holds a half marathon time of one hour 46 minutes and has built up progressive marathon times and is currently running a 60 mile week, aiming for his first sub four hours in Chicago and Dublin this month. Hugh is one of the most inspirational people I know. He's on an amazing journey and I wish him all the best. I just absolutely love this podcast. Before we start, I'd just like to give a huge shout out to our sponsors, Bondaron. Their award-winning winter series is back and registration is now open. So make sure you look out for the early bird dates by logging into their website or finding them on Facebook. The first race will be held in Minneburn, Belfast on the 2nd of November. There are also reduced rates for junior races, so why not make it a family affair? With great pleasure, I give you Q Rooney. You are me now, or are me three years ago? Well, I like how you are now. You look, but I think you've changed too. Do you not think it's changed more than that? It's not. I can't explain it, but. I would say changed, and that's why I would say and I, and I, he's more positive. Sure, Kiwi never came out of the house when we never mixed with anybody. He was as un- unhappy. No, but Kiwi was a laugh. serious now. No, I think Kiwi was more jollier when it was fat. No, that was pet That's all the sugar. It probably was. But yeah. do, you know, do you know what though? That, that's a key point. Um, you know, a lot of time we put a face on or a mask on, mm-hmm. and Kiwi always took the piss out of himself. It's like, it's like the guy, it's like in school, you see in school, the, the big guy in school, he's the funniest person in the class, mm-hmm. yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it's a, it's a defence mechanism, I suppose. I think so, yeah. You know, so. You hardly seen him. You know, confidence, mm-hmm. all of that good yeah. stuff. Um, and now he's out socialising with loads of different people. Like, how many people have, have you now met through running? Oh, loads. Unbelievable, yeah. went to work and came in home from work. He didn't see hardly even see the girls. He didn't see us, and he sat there and ate, and then went to bed and got up and done the same thing the next day. Uh, no, that's, yeah, but then you get in your own wee bubble more, and you know what I mean. That's a different. Yeah. That's a different thing. Like once you're in your own. Wee I don't smoke the same people for the way you were there or the way you are now. Mm. They're too, I don't know, they're too different. Well, will, will you go back there? Mm, 
No. <laughs> but at the time, I was happy in that bubble. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You do be happy in that bubble. Like, you have to be happy where you're at in the moment. Like, everybody can look back in their, I don't know, their life and say, 10 years ago, I wish I had done this, or five years ago. But at that time, you weren't five, ready for ten, it. Well, not even that far. I would no, it's just Robbie. I used to look like Robbie, and here Robbie was like running down the carriageway from your age to one point. I was going, that man's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I know, I know. Why do that? Like, yeah, but but to your point, like when I when we were fishing, like when I was seventeen still. Yeah. I wasn't. I was happy. Yeah. yeah that's what you're saying. Were you seventeen still? Like I look, I look at photographs of me now. I'm right. Okay. I do that. I go, oh shit, is that really who I was? But at that time, it's who I was. Was yeah. It didn't. Like people said, oh, to you're putting on some, you know, and what? And what? You know what I mean? Like you were just happy. Yeah. Happy in your own bubble, but also the routine of doing stuff. And also, I don't use the word ignorant, but ignorant to the health problems that I can yeah. cause later on down the road. Yeah, but you say like yeah. I walk in that as wheels one day. I walk out there so sad. I'm not joking. I haven't seen Kieran in so long, and you you must be right at the height of your weight then. Yeah, and a lot going on obviously. Like, but I just come out. I didn't even recognize you when I walked yeah. in. You put on that much weight. Yeah. And you were heavy before that. No. Yeah, but then I didn't really, you don't realise you put that weight on. I don't, anyway, you know what I mean? Because to me, I was still the same too. Do you know what I mean? Like, so even though we were thin, but the bubble I was living in then was, I was like going to work, coming home, looking after the kids. And then boom, once they went away outside, and then stopped smoking, sure. Once no. I stopped smoking, that, that would have been another turn. Yeah. Whenever football was on, then I just... Stuff biscuits and buns and you know what I mean it was just everyone. Well, I, I walked out and I thought to myself, he's not gonna be here in five years' time. Yeah. If he keeps Ah, uh, in the half the half life. Yeah, that, that was really it, it had got to the point though the girls were going on and on and you about your health. Yeah, for sure. Everybody did like, you know, but I mean you don't notice. You know, you just sit I there. I never have told him he was fat. No, but you, you probably didn't Because I am fat. You find it definitely you're bound out to get clothes and stuff. Yeah, Mr. Jacamo. How do you call it Jacamo? Did you see the photograph that he put up where he was at his biggest coverage? Brilliant. So, talk to me about your training coming up to Dublin at the minute then. So, how many sort of miles you saw running at the minute? At the minute, I'm doing 60 a week. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Crazy, isn't it? So, it'll be like. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Don't be. <laughs> it catches up on you. But yeah, that's, the last three weeks was 60 miles. That's things, yeah. So Monday would be like six, seven mile easy, and then Tuesday would be the sort of like the speed work. So doing that now is like six, say miles at ten k pace, with a wee bit of a recovery in between, and then Wednesday's the rest day, Thursday is the tempo day, Friday's easy, and then Saturday and Sunday you sort of do like two half long runs or else a very long run there. So how, how's the body faring up with that? I've been really lucky Robbie with yeah. injuries now to be honest with you. Okay I don't know if it's because I started off two years ago and I just love running easy. See just at real easy paces. I know a lot of people and they sort of maybe get tied up in speed and they want to do this here but I sort of like having a plan to follow. Yeah. So right from whenever I started running, it's I always say Laura taught me to run. 
and that was the NHS podcast thing on the okay. phone. And then she used to say, right, start running, and this time we're going to do 20-second run, 40-second walk, 20-second run for a total of 20 minutes. So I'd put the earphones in, and then I'd have just kept running, and whatever she said, I'd done. And then even when I started doing that, I'd say to myself, oh my God, wouldn't it be brilliant if I could just run one mile? Imagine the day that I'll just get one mile, and when I'd done it on the towpath, there was like a yellow yip. And I just said, so I'd love to just get to that yellow gate someday without having to stop and walk. Mm-hmm. And then it's just kept How far away? How long ago was that? Like, that would be two years, two. It'd been... Like two years ago. ago. It is, yeah. Just over two and a half years ago. Yeah. yeah. And so about 60 miles a week, that's class. Yeah, so I'm up to 60 miles a week. Now. And you follow him, follow the Hanson, so the Hanson only goes to like 16 miles, doesn't it? It, it, only, it only goes in the 16, but again, I sort of cheated a wee bit on it, and I threw in a couple of 20 milers just for confidence more. Yeah. Now I know if you stick to the plan, it's supposed to work. So It's hard, it's hard to put the trust in it a little well, bit. Well, it is, so two weeks ago would have been my longest run before the sort of wee table comes in now um i done the 10 mile on the saturday and then done the 20 mile on the sunday but in fairness now i was glad the 20 was over it was really really tough yeah what about your pace then are you sort of you go an easy pace on that or are you going on, your on marathon the, pace no on the saturday would be like easy pace would be like 30 to 45 seconds slower mm. than the marathon pace and then on the Sunday, you're supposed to be a wee bit slower again, but I tried to do it at the marathon pace. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If not, a wee bit harder, just to train hard. So in the two marathons I've done already has been 4.30 that I trained for, and then I trained for the 4.15, and I've done 4.11. So I just want to try and break four hours, just to go for the four hours this time. So your 20-mile run, though, it's been like you've been training all week and it's cumulative yes, fatigue it as well, you know that's so. what I'm hoping because at the 20 miles I was like oh can't yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So your body's not recovered or so I am hoping that you have the 40 miles of fatigue in your body that that's that six because it, hopefully the 20 miles I've done is the last 20 you've six, at least six miles of fatigue already built into your legs which is what it does like that's normal you know yeah so for like going for the sub four, yes. it's twenty five percent of marathon is apparently a broken yes. sub four, which is phenomenal. It's a phenomenal target. Like, it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you think back, so we were talking there in the kitchen with your mum, and like we used to do a bit of fishing together, like, and you had a good bit of weight on you yes. back then. Yes. And there was that one defining moment that I talked about. You know, going into FS Wales. Yes. And you, you'd really put on a lot of weight, and. Like that has always stuck in my head, because when I seen you on Strava, yes. and you were running ten miles, eight and a half minute miles, yes. and I was thinking to myself, like Jesus, I'm doing long swim mountain miles, and I can't run eight and a half minute miles. Yeah, and that's cute. If I if somebody had told me that day, you know, when I was in the shop, because what weight would you have been there at your height? I at my height, Robbie. It all well. At work, there was a wee girl went to Slimming World and then we just got talking one day and then she actually said to me about why don't you do Slimming World but then I didn't want to go to them because to me yeah. Slimming World was for ladies and I'm not going to Slimming World like so I actually followed, she, she gave me tips and then I actually followed her 
Okay. So I'd done that maybe for about maybe six to eight weeks. But then my oldest daughter, she was getting married then. So I was sitting there, I was going, imagine I lost a wee bit of weight and all, because you obviously look a wee bit better in a suit. You know, you're yeah. slimmer and all this. Yeah. Sort of yeah. Well, so I just happened to say to the girls then, I said, it's about going to Slimming World. And they said, oh God, will you go with you, sure? So it was actually... So your daughter me, said that? Yeah, so it was actually me, my two daughters, and actually two of their friends. We decided then, let's all go into Slimming World. And whenever I'm in Slimming World then, it was 22, nine and a half was my peak weight at recorded. But I probably already lost a couple of pounds. Yeah, before you before went. Before that too, like, so it was probably 23 stone, right? Because there is a stigma in it. Before I started running, you know, I went to Weight Watchers once yes. with my wife. Yes. And I say once, because yeah. I didn't go back again. Because yeah. I just felt so uncomfortable walking yeah. in there. You know, I wanted to lose weight just like everybody else that was yes. there. Yeah. You know, I was 17 stone. Yes. And um, you do, it is, there's a bit of a stigma with it. And, you yeah. know, everybody sort well, of... Well, everybody just thinks it's women. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, this is for women, this is for women, this is, but it's not. Men should sort of embrace it too. I did mm. and I went in and it was actually me and another guy. There was only the two of us in the class, probably of about 20, 22 people. But then I was there for maybe just over a year. And whenever we started, everybody was saying they'd love to lose two pound a week, two pound a week, two pound a week. So the woman, Carmel, came to me and she says, well, okay, what's your goal and all? So because everybody else said two pound a week, I says, well, have I lost two pound a week? And then, before the classes started, we were talking and I was saying I'd like to lose the weight for the wedding. And she says, well, do you know by the time that the wedding comes around that you lost two pound a week? She says, I worked out there. She says, you could be in 17 stone bracket. I'm sitting there and I'm going, seven, I'm just going, just having a friggin' laugh here. Like, no, I mean, I'm really nice in 17 stone. And uh, she says, no, if you stick to this here, you'll be 17. So I says, right, okay. And then that was in the August of 16. And then by the time the wedding came round in May of 17, then I was in the 17s. That's um, metal, isn't it? Is, yeah. But you couldn't believe it, because the, time, oh, goes, believe the it. time goes by very quickly, oh, doesn't it? Does, it? Yeah. No matter what you do every single day, yes. the time goes by. And you might think, and it's great to hear that, because it's about looking at the small step. It is. Isn't yeah. it? Not looking yeah. at the staircase. It is, yeah. Thinking, geez, I'm never going to lose five stone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just two pounds a day. Well, that's what I done then. I just made, and then I made a thing that I always stayed for the class at the end. A lot of people go in and get weighed and all, but then because I knew I was staying for the class and all, it sort of like made you that you didn't want to be the one that put the weight on or, oh, gee, you had a bad week this week and you've gained weight and all, but lucky, I was okay. I sort of lost we got slimmer of the week for you and all this here but no definitely I would recommend it any man that wants to slim and world or some yeah. similar to that they're like do not be afraid no I, I'm somebody that really believes in lifestyle changes yeah. you know, I, I do I believe that if you put yourself you have to create an environment around you that your yeah. body will change and adapt to yeah. do you know what I mean like I used to be a brick there but Big muscles yes. and then I went to work in an office lost all the muscles is, yeah. put on a big belly yeah. and then I your environment includes everything, like your yeah. kitchen, the people you hang about with, all those things. Your body's an amazing thing. It's yeah. an amazing tool, yes. a piece of kit that will change and adapt to the environment that you put it into. Well, if you actually start to run them, you actually feel that too. Because yeah. people say, how do you run? How do you run? How do you run? But your body does adapt so quickly. Because like, even now, if I sit in your nine and I'm sitting going 20 miles, I actually... I actually <laughs> 
seriously, see now, see unless it's six miles, I wouldn't even want to run unless I'm going for at least a yeah. hour or six mile run. Do you know what I mean? Because it takes six it's hours to but six hour. miles for your body to warm up. It must do. I, no, don't, no, know. No. I don't know. Right? When I go for a long run, I feel. You know, the first six miles is the hardest. Well, yes. And then, you know, I get comfortable and like to be rhythm yeah, then and you start yeah. to get into that. Yeah. And then you start suffering at the end it again. Is, but. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's what it is. And then I've had to pick then probably the half marathon is the yeah. ideal. I like the half So the marathon. likes of, you, you, people need to be cautious with the likes of Weight Watchers and Slimming World that whatever path you go down, you want to think about, am I going to maintain this yes. after the fact? Yes. It's a great way of, knocking it off straight away yes do you know what i mean if you want to get a good chunk off and get into that mindset it's a good social way of doing it. it's a good way to get motivation there's all those good aspects of it um but you need to think that if whatever you're doing now is this something that i'm going to sustain you know going forward if it's not and it's just a a boost you want to kick you then it's good for that as well like do you know what i mean have you always been heavy like when you're in school were you heavy no, well, I only played football in hurling right up till I was a, like a teenager, probably 17. Okay. Know, so I've been always active. But then probably after that, then just, I don't know, just drink chicken burgers and stuff. And then just gradually put on. So it had always been chunky, even in the 20s and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then probably from in the 30s would have been whenever it sort of like got more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, probably the last five years, which would have been like eight years ago, I probably had to play a wee bit of golf. Well, a good bit of golf. So even though it's golf, it was something. But then I even got away from it and then just basically done nothing. Do you know what I mean? I just work home, work home, work home. And then just TV. Probably a, a perfect couch potato. Do you know what I mean? Just never went nowhere, done nothing. So I just got closed in my own bubble then. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know why. It's yeah. just the way it... But you did go through a difficult trauma yes. in your life. Like yes. somebody close to you committed suicide in your yes. family. Like that's a very difficult thing to try and is, manage yes. and work through. So you yes. said you don't know why. Yeah. You know, there's a, a strong reason there. And like that must have been a difficult period to go through. Like It was, yes. But everybody in some stage of their lives goes through mm. some sort of trauma, if you want to call it that. Like, you know, but I was lucky enough, I had good family and friends mm. sort of help me, you know. Um, well, everybody always says to me about how well I've done with the girls and wearing them and stuff. But to be honest, they were good girls themselves anyway, Robbie. Do you know what I mean? They probably looked after me as much as I looked after them, you know. And then they've turned into two fine girls now. So two beautiful looking girls. That is, yeah. At what age are they now? Shanine's 28, Doreen's 26. So Shanine's married, Doreen has kids and Shemaine's expecting her first kid now in January so it's mad it's mad listening to you like because when I I go back because like me and Q have known each other for quite a long time good fishing buddies we've spent like days out on the lakes and like I just like you've just so recolored your life yeah really it's a different person that's sort of sitting next to me now you know that has purpose yes and has like almost a fulfilled sort of life well i've done i don't know it's hard to describe i think in my life i sort of had something to do for somebody else if you know what i mean Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean so i don't know if this running (laughs) is maybe something that i found that's for me 
Do you know what I mean? I really, I really don't know. Like, yeah, no, I get it. Like once, once you were there and you meet somebody and you have kids and all, it's family and it's all this and you're devoted to it. Do you know what I mean? And then as you say, what happened to me happened to me, and then I just put everything in to the girls. And if the girls were happy, I was happy. I sort of neglected myself maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what I mean? People would say you didn't really do stuff for you, or do you know what I mean? But for me, I was happy if the girls were happy. That's yeah. all I want. Do you know what I mean? If they were happy, I was happy, and that was it. And that's just a doing father. So we're all like that. Yes. Uh, but I think everybody falls into the trap of, apart from the running community, of sort of guided away from that, but doing everything for everybody else. Yeah. Like that's just in life in general, we get caught in that yes. without actually realizing. Yeah. You know, you need to take time out for yourself. So you come down to 17 or stone. Did you start yes. running before you went? No, I hadn't. Once, once I got down then, I started maybe looking for something else because, again, you can look back at what time. I was in the backyard one day and because it was like that wee bit later, I was like running around the backyard with my wee grandson playing football. But like, I couldn't do it long enough. I couldn't, like once I was running up and down the yard three or four times, it was... <gasps> And then he was going, come on, go on to football. And I was going, give me five minutes here or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody else go play with him and all. And then that's when I said, so I wonder how to get, fit, you know, what could I do and stuff. And then I don't know why. It was maybe just because more people were running or something. I says, I must maybe try running to see what it's like. Mm. So I started Googling and just finding out how do you start running and doing all this here. And then that's when I came across then Laura on the NHS podcast. Is that the Couch so, to 5K thing that Laura the couch, does? It's the Couch to 5K, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I says, right, I'll download a couple of these then and see what happens. So I downloaded a couple of them and then went out to the Tell me about the, yeah, the very first time you the, went out. The towpath and parked the car and got out and all and had my wee shorts on. No, sorry, I hadn't even got shorts. There was tracksuit bombs. I hadn't even got shorts at that time. So I said, right, I'll put it on. So put it on and then she starts talking to you and then you do like maybe a five minute walk. So I'm walking and I was going, yeah, that's handy enough. You know, no problem and all. And then she goes down, right, that's you warmed up now. You're about to do your first 20 second run. Right, and I says, right, this is great. So I took off and done the 20 seconds and then stopped. And I goes, oh, God, that wasn't too bad and all. So you had like, I think it was like maybe 40 seconds then to recover before you went near 20 and then you had to do this for 20 minutes rather I near died seriously <laughs> it was only 20 seconds I near died I goes what the hell am I doing here because by the time you got to I don't know how many it would have been five or six by the time I got to near like the second last and last 20 seconds I was going oh my god what is happening here so you do it and it was like a day rest and then it was like three days a week and it's built up but then I started reading the the other podcast and all, and it's going like by week five and six, you'll be doing like a ten minute run and all. He's going, it's just for real, like I can't even do twenty seconds. And then in a few weeks, they're asking you to do five minutes and then your things. But again, as you say, your body adapt. I don't know why. Mm. I just followed it to a T. I just whatever she said for me to do, I done. And then she'd have said to you about, uh, you know the landing on your feet and try not to land on your heels and more on your forefoot and you know it's probably a bit technical but I just tried to do all this here that she was trying to do and then just as the weeks went by the weeks went by you sort of looked and says oh the last time I ran to that three 
I was so glad to get to the tree because it was wrecked, yet then we were sort of like running a wee bit past that tree and then it just so... You weren't even thinking about yes, the tree then? Yes, it all picked up, it all picked up yeah. and then after nine weeks you ended up running. Do you ever find yourself going past that tree these days and looking oh, at it and you always remember back said, to that well, Robbie, I've actually moved house in the last few months and to get to the towpath where I actually used to park the car is a mile and a half. So I actually use it now. I don't take the car. I like run that mile and a half over the towpath and then run away out the towpath and back. And I, I look at all the wee things like the wee yellow gate yeah, yeah. that I love to actually run. Like I think it's now mile three of me doing a run. And it used to only be like half a mile where I just wanted to run the half a mile to the gate. And then let's go half a mile back and just finish that one mile. And now you're just a mile is a mile. It's great. I love having those little moments like that little tree. It is, Because yeah. I think it's important to look back. Oh, it is. Cause I, I, I always see the wee... The wee the it gives you the confidence then, no matter where you're going or how far you're going. Yes. Like, where your limit is now is just where your tree is now. It is, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I remember the first time running four miles, under eight-minute miles. Yes. And I was coming down the scrog, which is a bit of a downhill finish, half-mile downhill. I literally was running in the middle of the road and I closed my eyes to try and get it. Yeah. And I was pumping. It is. And I just stopped the watch. It was 7 minutes 59. And I lay in my front garden. Evan came out with a pint of ice-cold juice. Yes. And I said, I'm not going to work today. Like, I am buggered. Yeah. It was eight minute yeah. miles for yeah. four miles. Yes. And then you run a marathon in like 740 something. It is. It's crazy. Your body, your body does adapt. Yeah. Always look back to that day, no matter yeah. where I'm at, and I yeah. think to myself, well, I was there at that point. But you do have your own week goals, like as you're saying, with the eight minutes. I remember when I started, like, I was 10 and a half and 11 minute runner. You know what I mean? But I, I'm not. I'm not like obsessed with speed. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't care. I just like running. You know what I mean. You're, you're enjoying like, the journey. I just like, like four and a half, four fifteen, it four. Is, it's yeah. just that progressive you know I mean? journey. And then it's the bypass. It's a bit of a downhill. And I remember going on it one day. Um, I was like maybe running nine and a half and stuff. And then I said, I wonder how fast I could actually go if I went down here. So I sat around running, nine, running, nine, running. And the next thing I looked down, and it actually was 7.55. And I was going, oh my God, I'm at 7.55 here. I think I actually probably <laughs> wrong my brother. And I was going, do you know I was doing 7.55? And it was, was downhill and all. But like, as you say, you hit these yeah. goals. They're your goals. Do you know what I mean? And that's another thing I would say to people too, is don't worry about anybody else. Mm. Seriously, that's another big thing I think. You know, everybody's got their own goals and motivations yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean some people like, are just trying to run 100 marathons they don't yeah. care if they're running 5 or 6 hours yeah. or um, some person's sub 3 is their sub 6 yeah. do you yeah. know what I mean it's, yeah. it's so that's what I say everybody's achievement is theirs do you know what I mean yeah. but to your point it's, it's very important not to get hung up on what other people's goals are yeah yeah. it's, you know it's your mean? own it's like I say I don't care who's in the race mm. when we do the wee races no I have like my wee man that's got his wee flag up at a certain time and as long as I'm one second ahead of that wee man that's all I I don't care if you're talking about your pacer on your watch what's that is that a pacer on your watch yeah man? that's what I say you don't mean as long as I'm ahead of him which is my goal I don't mind do you know yeah. what I mean tell me about the first time then you decided right I might enter a race here were you nervous about that were you oh why what made you what made you enter a race well the first race <coughs> that I came across was then whenever I actually started running it would have been in the March because I actually had planned to start running on my birthday believe it or not what in, age? The, in the February that would have been 46 
46, 46, maybe. Yeah, 46. Um, because again, I didn't want to hurt myself, and I'm not a man for like googling and you no know, reading up and stuff and all. And then because you hear about running and impacting your knees and you know overweight, if you're overweight, you're safer maybe getting a bike and all. But <laughs> I, for some reason, I just had this thing in my head that I wanted to run rather than go on the bike. So I made a goal then that I wouldn't actually run until I got into the 16 stones. Once I became like 16 stones, okay. so, set another goal. So, so that was another thing. <laughs> so I actually got it then probably about a month after my birthday. So it'd been towards March or the end of March. So whenever I started doing it, I'm running. And then the EJ 5K in the Strever for young It's tough wee race, wee roly race. Yeah. I've seen it was coming up and all, and then because of the association with Owen and all, mm. I said to myself, right, that's it, that's my first, so it was the end of July, so I looked at the 5Ks, all this here and all, and then they said that probably a nice goal for 5Ks to break the 30 minutes, right, so I went and I looked and seen all the times for 30 minutes and all this here and all, and that was my first goal race then, which was the end of July of that year as well. Was that 2017 or 16? That was in 16, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. Jeez, I remember yeah. that, like, nice. 2017. That was in 16. And that was your first race in that 2017? Was, yeah, that was in 2017. Um, top 5k, I remember meeting yeah, you at that yeah. race. I didn't know it was your first yeah. race. Yeah. I knew there was nothing of you. Yeah. I looked at you, Jeez, where have yeah. you gone to? Yeah. You're probably from you seen me then, that would have been six and seven stone I had lost by then. Um, what time did you do? Uh, Break the 30 was, minutes. Oh I did yeah I did yeah I think it was 20, 29, 20 or something. So, so tell, me, tell me how that was then you're rolling up to the starting line because your first race you are nervous in yes. the first race Yes. and no matter what anybody else thinks as well it's hard to put out of your head in your first race because you don't know how much you're going to embarrass yourself by yeah. turning up you have this stigma in your head yeah when really nobody cares yes nobody even sees you there no no nobody does care because you everybody, know I mean? everybody's the same robbie everybody yeah. is but it's some as you say you are nervous knowing you're probably not aware that everybody is the same yeah not in your first few you're not it like. is but because it was restraver and there was a lot of people that sort of knew you and it's for a good cause as well yes you know, so you the cause was bigger than the race like, it wasn't was it? yes of course yeah were you buzzing it. after it? Oh, unbelievable! Yes, yes. First medal, and mum was there, and a couple of friends, and our family members was there, and all. Yes, so. And what about all the positive sort of feedback you were getting there? Oh well, it's unbelievable because look, everybody has their journey, but when they heard that Q Rennie was running a five k race, and people that maybe haven't seen me maybe in six or eight months, they're going, "Well, Q Rennie from FS Wales." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We're sitting and we could just think of two, probably 23 stone guy. Do you know what I mean? And we never didn't realise that I'd lost a six stone or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So they were sitting going, he's actually running. You know, so they yeah. were more, you know. That's quite inspiring for people though as well. Anybody yeah. sitting watching that's heavy, sitting thinking like, we're about two stone overweight and not yes. running, they're looking like, Jesus, like, you look half the man when I yeah. see you that day. It's yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Now that, that's really stuck in my head. That you, actually, like, you actually care, you care about a photograph. You actually took a mind and put it on Facebook. You actually took a photograph with a big happy head sitting. <laughs> put it on, like, wow. Yeah. Like, that blew me away, I have to yeah. say. Like, you know, just like, because I was, again, that moment when I met you in FS Wales, 
Well, like, I probably wouldn't have seen you until that day. Yeah, and I really haven't uh, seen you in that length of time. Like, so yeah. I was just running, running, running at yeah. <laughs> that stage. Like, yeah. And um, I remember walking out there and thinking, like, I think I said that, I'm like, he's not going to be here in five years if he yeah. continues to do that. Like, yeah. and it was sad that that day walking out there, believe it or not. It was the first time we'd had a chit chat in a couple of years. I'd walked into the shop, like, yes. and then to see from that to like running the 5k, yes. losing that weight, like, yeah. almost brought a tear to my eye. I just yeah. thought, like, that is unbelievable. Like, yeah. that's why I run. That's amazing. Like, yeah. so where did it go to next? And you've done that race and you're like, okay, you got a good buzz of that. Yes. At what stage do you think I might try a 10k or did you jump further than that? No, well, I'd sort of already had like a wee plan made out for the year where I wanted to do a 5k, a 10k and then the half marathon, okay? Straight so, into the half. Well, that's why the progression probably itself was there because that was the 5k in July and then I'd done a 10k was for the end of August. It actually only ran once and it was the for the hospice going from oh, Nailsford House. I was there as well. Aye. I think I ran from Newry and it blew up. Yeah. Not ran from Oh Dury. no, you've done something before it. I ran you? from Kilkeel to the start of the race. Yes. Like, yeah. I struggled so that day. I've seen it was for the end of August, so then I said I'll have it as a planned race. And then the Belfast half then was the end of September. So then I said yeah. that'll be the July, the August, the September. And then had it as a... Jeez, I didn't even know I was following you through this journey. <laughs> I met you at the 10k and your brother was with you. That's that right, Sean. Well. Yeah, because I started running then, Sean then he. So that was great. Yeah. So that was a, I think that was a warm day. Yes. So that so was in, what date was that? That was in August. August. That was August. And again, because of 10k, they said if you break the one hour for the 10k, that that's... Is that what you did then? Go, so obviously then I went into the training mode for it and then I broke the one She's cute, you are so goal driven. It's unbelievable. Yes, it, it's, <laughs> it's just you've got to have your... No, you I, like I, I, I've got to have something just to, to work to, do you know what I mean? So i done it and I actually forget. I'd say, right. say you don't give your, was, yourself credit for how mm, much focus and yeah, determination you have. Um, I've done it and it was like 57 or 58 or well, something. That's pretty good, right? Like, yeah. The first 10k. Um, again, then um, when I seen you'd run like 57 minutes and yes. the 10k, I was yeah. like, holy crap. I know, yeah. Like, wow, yeah. it's unbelievable. So it was the half then Belfast? The half was then Belfast. It was then for the end of September. Now that's when it starts getting tougher. Yeah. Now I don't know. I still say to myself, it's because I still have the wee bit of weight on. Because you're only running for the half an hour and you're given that burst of energy. But it seemed to be then that it got a wee bit harder as the distances yeah. improved, even though you were slowing down. I don't know. I started. There's a metal. Run. There's a metal block. I think all of a sudden you're gonna go and try and run 10, 12 miles. Yeah. Like, and mentally, you know, you hold just You haven't done it yet, yes. so you haven't got the confidence. You're able to do it yet, really. Yeah. So your mind sort of holds you back an yeah. awful lot. But yeah. you are right. It's about relaxing and slowing down and yeah. trying to enjoy the journey of building those miles up. Yes. Because when you first do it, it's not easy. Yes. Like, that's not, you know, it's a great thing to do, but it's not easy. Yeah. And I don't think anybody has had an easy path to that. Yes. It's just part of the journey and part yeah. of the progression, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, but the, I do think it's important to enjoy that journey. It is, yeah. It's, it? it's all a journey. <clears throat> to me, like, I'm, I always call this, it's my journey. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do have the journey laid up. Cute, I'm worried where this is going, by the way. You sound very, <laughs> like, me, to be honest. <laughs> It is. Um, because that's what I have found about 
you know, running, there is no end to it. No, absolutely. It starts somewhere and just yes. builds and builds and builds. It's funny, we did a podcast, Aaron Simmons, who's just done a 200 mile race. Yeah. I was asked, because I, ask, I asked myself the question after I did GTMB, you know, am I just on this journey of continuing to do these longer? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, de- you definitely are. Yeah. In fact, we all are. Do you know what I mean? No matter what level it is, yeah. and your journey might be pace or distance or whatever. That's what I'm saying. But everybody's journey is their journey. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the effort. Everybody probably puts in equal effort. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So somebody running one twenty, one hour twenty for ten k, are they doing less effort than somebody that breaks the one hour? Arguably, they're probably doing more because mm-hmm. they're out there for an extra twenty minutes. You're finished drinking your water, relax and all, and that one or 20 person is still putting in all her or his effort to get to the finish line. Yeah, no, and, and I, to relate to that, like, I think my easiest marathon was my PB. Yes. Because I was in my best condition. Yeah. So it is, the longer you're out, and the less condition you are, the harder yeah. it is, like, so I really take my hat off when I see people running like seven hours, six hours. It is, it's my That's a long struggle. It is, yeah. Do you know what I mean? If they're finding it a lot easier to be running like, a lot yeah, further up in the field, like so. Belfast half then, at the yeah. starting line. Belfast, bit more nervous, I'd say. Bit more nervous because whenever I've done the five k, as I said, it's like three point one mile. I'd run four mile and maybe reach to the five mile, and whenever I was doing the ten k, I'd maybe got to seven miles and eight mm. miles as a long run. So like I knew I could run a five k distance, and. I'd 10k distance I just had to worry how fast to run it but whenever I started doing it for the half then I only ever done 10 mile so once I got to 10 mile this it was like I, I forget I think it was maybe it wasn't Hanson's it was one of the other wee training yeah. programs I picked like the last four or five weeks of it from the 10k that would take me to the thing and the longest run in it was 10 miles so Going into something that's like three miles longer and going, how the hell am I going to go or how fast do I to go? But I just based everything on my 10k pace and then stayed to that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because when you've done your 10 mile in training, it's tough. Oh, it's, it's you know what I mean? It, it doesn't is. seem to matter how far you go. The last couple of miles are really tough. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is yeah. So. And but in the thing too is how she my daughter, Darlene. And I used to run around Uri all the time and say, yeah, I've done eight miles, I've done nine miles. But because I was doing my first 10 miles, going, where could I go that's 10 miles? So I worked about that from my house to Kilbrony was 10 miles. The entrance to Kilbrony was 10 miles. So I rung my daughter up and I said, you want to do me a favour? I said, you want to run me to Kilbrony Park? She goes, yeah, why is your car down there? I says, no, I'm going to get you to drop me off in Kilbrony. And then I'm going to run home. And she's sitting there, you're going to go to Kilbrony and you're going to run home. Like she was sitting there, because people maybe don't relate to seven miles, eight yeah, miles, yeah. nine. The fact that I says, yeah, I'm going to Kilbrony and Restrever and I'm going to run back to Newry. She's sitting there going, Daddy, you're not wise. Are you serious? So she actually took me down. And then whenever I was actually running, she actually drove past me three times. And I was going, why did you... Like come back and I was just daddy, I was waiting for you to be sitting at the side of the road or you know what I mean? She was actually worried the fact, you know what I mean? So like when I used to up the carriageway, she was like driving the carriageway and staring <laughs> over at me. And I was going to myself, why is she like driving past all the time or what is she at and all? But that's what she was. Because she knew I was like even running eight miles, 
the Falcon was restraver. You know, she associated the distance yeah, of yeah. restraver to Nuri more than she actually would mm-hmm. ten miles. Do you know what I mean? It seemed longer. I don't know. It seemed like long. Even ten miles is ten miles. But she just well, even three miles is nothing. You think to yourself, but actually, when you drive straight from the house, yeah, three miles, yeah, it, it is a distance. It is, that's what I say. You know what I mean? So whenever you think of just like maybe running in a circle, yeah. seven or eight miles, it's not as far as you going from Strawberry Daddy. You're running for Strawberry and Nuri. You know what I mean? So going into the race then, because I'd only done with that wee doubt then that the last three miles. What would it bring? So because I'd gone then the half hour, the hour, I wanted to break the two hours if I could in the half marathon. So done all the training paces and all for it. Now I found it a lot tougher now mm. than the other two races <coughs> it was. Now again, I don't want to bring it but maybe because it was still on the heavy side, I don't know, just running for two hours then, you know, it was just too much yeah. for my leg. Yes, but you, what time did you get one? I, well, I said I'm going to stick with a two-hour pacer, obviously because yeah. the, other, the other races haven't got pacers, but then Belfast had the pacers. So I said to myself, the two-hour pacer, I'm just going to be with him as far as I can and try and stay with him and do him the whole way. So I personally found it helped because yeah. it stopped you, especially to start probably running away too quick and getting excited and stuff and all. So I said, right, actually, yeah, I think it might have been Alan was his name. He was actually from down Patrick. So I said, if, if you don't mind, I'm going to be your tail for this whole race, hopefully. And I actually followed him then for 12 miles. And I said to myself, right, I'll try and get in front of him here. Wow. And then for the last mile then, I actually ran the last mile faster than... That is brilliant, things. Mike. But I came in then and everything was 158. Yeah. So I was just absolutely delighted with that then. That's phenomenal. And to be able to, you know, push on a little bit, that's a good confidence boost. Oh, it is, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The pacer takes a lot of mental energy out of it. Oh it does. You it just does, focus yeah. on your running, yeah. doesn't it? it Rather does, than all yeah. your pace and this. You let him you let him do work, about it, like, yeah, don't they? And you just follow him then, you know. Yeah. Mean? So that was phenomenal. You must have been Oh, it was absolutely It's delightful. totally different experience now. Your five K, ten K, that was small scale, but this yeah. is like you're up in Belfast, you're yes. I don't know how many thousand people from Belfast. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's all these people is, about, yeah. like, and all of a sudden, it's a it's a buzz at the start oh, of the race. It's un- unbelievable. And all of a sudden, you're part of that, and there's yeah. that nervous energy at the yeah. beginning of the race. Like, yes. you know, my hair is standing up even just talking it about is, that, yeah. like, yeah. and you know, you're chatting to people nervously, yeah. like looking a bit of sympathy, maybe I don't know, all yeah. sorts of things going yeah. on. But at the end of the race, then you cross over and everybody else is crossing over with you as well. Like two hours is a phenomenal time. Like it is, you know, yeah. it's, I think it's nine oh eight pace. I was actually got it a wee bit just as the race finished because I didn't really know because I was the two hour pacer. We were like away behind. You know, maybe took like a minute and a half to cross the line. Yeah, and whenever anybody that ran Belfast will know that once you come into the embankment and you turn, it's like a hundred yards across the finish line so I actually had turned that and I looked up and it was like 159.52 and oh no so I was giving her all I could to get across and then it was like something like 2, two hours 15 at the end of that same thing <laughs> oh no what have I done I haven't got it no but then it was my chip time then once that came out it was yeah. 158 because it took me like a minute and a half or whatever to get over the start line like that was perfect yeah. did you have like, what did your family think then after? Unbelievable. Mummy, mummy was down. Mummy 
they actually come to most of my races, like, you know, mm-hmm. so they come to the real sport. It's probably like everything else, they're sitting there going, she's running. Do you know what I mean? They're probably just as surprised as everybody else, like, do you know what I mean? But they give me good support. Margaret Ann comes, you know, all the family comes down too, like, you know. It's great to get them out into yeah. that as well. Oh, it is. You can see how that sort of inspires. When they see other people running, they're like, yeah. well, like, because all shapes and sizes and ages yeah. are running, yeah, aren't they? And they're yeah. running half marathons. Yes. And I think my wife started because when she was going there and she was seeing people think, well, if they can do it, yeah, surely I could. Yeah. So well, that's, that is the saying, isn't it? If I can do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it is. It's just, again, to go back to the speed thing, I think what a whole lot of people think is when you say, oh, you're on 13 miles, they go, I can't run the car. How can you run 13 miles? But they're thinking probably because of the raining, they actually sprint to the car and they only run yeah. that 20 yards and they're <gasps> all out of breath and all, but you know yourself, it's... But it is part of that journey, as you say. I remember I was talking about this the other day. I met a friend of mine. He had told me he'd run eight miles. Yes. And I was only starting to do that lamppost, lamppost thing. And I just could not get my head around how did he... I just couldn't understand how yeah. he was able to run eight miles. Yeah. Never did I think when he told me that would I ever get to that level of running eight miles. Yeah. Like. And it still sort of sticks with me. Um, so Belfast Marathon then was sort of, was that already planned or was it Belfast half? No, one, once we'd done the half and all then, I really, really enjoyed it and all. And what I found was that I enjoyed running longer than actually running mm. fast. I don't know if it's just me or again, because it was still on the heavy side or all, but I just found that I got more enjoyment out of running for the two hours at a good constant steady pace mm. rather than the fact of running for 25 minutes in a 5k pace yeah. you know, I don't know if that's laziness or I don't know if it's, it's just different it's yeah. different aspects so of running I said to myself God I wonder what this marathon carry on is all about so I went and I looked and then obviously Belfast then was in the May so I said to myself mm, I wonder should I do Belfast in May so I sort of thought about it for a wee while so that night I went in and I actually booked it so went and booked it and then after, straight after the half no, just went straight, and yeah it. just went and booked it just said let's, let's, let's do this do you know I mean just keep everything going so do you like growth you like you like moving forward yeah right? yeah like when you say the long slow miles like if you've ran 10 miles or 12, 13 miles now, or when you go to under 15 miles, like it's a huge self yeah. sense of achievement, isn't yeah, it? it is, now yeah. I've done 15. Oh, it is. Wow, yeah, now I've done awesome. 16. Every it time is. you push it a little bit more, it doesn't yeah. matter what pace, Yeah. you've ran for that distance, yeah. like, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's massive. Like, it seems to be that's what you enjoy, is, yeah. is you know, like hitting another little goal, like yes. you know, getting that little bit further, or yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. But that was all the good goals. This is where things were a wee bit pear-shaped now to be honest with you so to keep everything going because I've done the 30 the hour the 2 hour 4 hours for the marathon then was obviously the next step so you were story. thinking straight away 4 hour marathon right away because that's what you do like well I just looked and it just said <coughs> again just googling Robbie it said 30 minutes for 5k an hour no, obviously people can do it mm. far quicker and there's people slow, but this is uh, like a so-so time for each yeah. thing is, you know, that's what they call it. So this is four hours is nice for a marathon. So I went then and I says, right, I'll do that. So that's when I discovered Hanson's. 
I think you maybe done something mm. about Hanson's in it and all. So I said, mm, I wonder what that's about. So I actually went and started talking to it, and then Matthew Crummy in Belfast, I started messaging him. And because uh, he had done that, he had sent me the he had sent me at first. Yeah. And I was already I was on a really good path at the time. I yeah. just discounted it. Went no. Yeah. <laughs> I want something like it. It's really good. Actually, I was getting trained at the time. Um. But then it came back round. Yeah. I think I remember going, oh, Hansen's is brilliant. Yes. And he came back to me, that's what I was telling you a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so he actually sent me the plan. He actually mm-hmm. sent me a couple of things over Messenger. So I started doing that then, worked out whatever dates it was to do the 18-week program. So I started doing it, but then Robbie, that's just, I don't know what it was, where it was just the fact it was loads more mileages, was more nothing just my legs just could not cope with it i started getting like so i never got an injury i never i can say i never you know for some reason i just everything but i started feeling like weird bad like a pain in my quads when i was running and stuff and all nice as i really don't know what this is so i started looking at nice as right well obviously four hours to the marathon is probably me pushing too much because like once I started running, like I think it was my first fifteen miler I had to do, I went out and done it and I had to stop because by mile fourteen, you know, it's different to running the race because you were tapered yeah. and all for the half. <laughs> Doing like a week's running and then on a Sunday going out to do a fourteen mile run at your marathon pace or whatever, you know, I really started struggling and pains in my calves, pains in my quads and I had to stop. So I had to re-alter things. So I was thinking about doing it maybe for 4.15 and I says, no, I'll make myself have a bit of a journey. I'll go in 15 minute segments. So I don't know where it was. I don't know what made me go 4.30. I just said to myself, an extra minute a mile, 26 miles from four hours is 4.30 near enough. So I says, I'll start training then and go for the 4.30. So I started doing the training times all for the four thirties, and it was far easier on me. I was enjoying my running more, and because that's an important thing I like to. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be you're going like killing yourself running. I, I didn't. I don't want that in running. I just like going out running, enjoying it. You know, getting up in the morning, going yes, six miles to do the day, and you know, being happy that you're doing yeah. it rather than coming off. Oh, you don't want to become a chore. Yeah, you don't want getting up and going. Did he run six miles today? Mm-hmm. I don't want that. Do you know what I mean? So I started running and following the four thirty program, and yes, it was far easier, far easier on me, like far easier on my body. Um, but running fast can put a lot of load into your muscles, yeah. like can it? So yeah. until you're ready to that, yeah, you know, it's good to build up those long base miles. Yeah, you know, well, I joined your first marathon coming from where you are with back, back once I then went and <coughs> done fifteen miles. At the easier pace, mm. I done it. I enjoyed it, and I had no pains. Do you know what I mm. mean? So I just then said to myself, well then that'll be my progression, and I'll do the four thirty, four fifteen, and then hit the four hours. So you done so Belfast I, then? Yes. You came into Belfast, different thing altogether. I yes. think I met you there. I met you on course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize you'd been on this journey with you yeah. actually. Um, that was cute. You were well on by the time I met you. It was like mile ten. It was, yeah. It wasn't was it? Around Sydney, wasn't it? it was yeah. Around. And you were seemed to be enjoying it. So it did was. you enjoy the race? 
I did, Robbie. Because then I backed back and I was going for the 4.30. The pace I was going at, I was confident with, but I should have went with maybe a pacer. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because a couple of the uphillers, I just, the mistake I probably made was I just kept the same pace. Do you know what I mean? So if I was running, say, 10s or whatever it was, once you came to the hills, I still ran 10s. Do you know what I mean? And I think that affected me. So the whole race went really good, except for the last yeah, but, but it what? Except for the last mile. Yes. The, the last mile. <laughs> the last mile. That, like. No, it was hard. It was hard. Yeah, no, I understand. It was really but hard. it was a very warm day. Yes, wasn't it was. Because yes. I remember coming back in the towpath into Belfast, yes. and I was like, where the hell's the water stop? Yeah. It was, it was really warm. It, like. was, a, it was a pretty warm. But like yeah. enough Cape Hill and stuff, like I just maintained the same pace. That was great. Do you know what I mean? And that just... They've gone down fast too because you can hear the finish line across the water. Yeah. Don't you? You're, yeah. The, you're the hour about the man, you're buggered. But then, well, it works the other way too because if you looked across, you could actually see the finish, but you still have like a mile and a half to go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're going, oh, why am I not the other side of that river? Do you know what I mean? Up the Omar Road. Well, that's what got me. Ran the whole way, probably from mile 21, it came really hard, but mm. I was still able to keep going. Do you know what I mean? My legs were going, keep going, keep going. Uh, so it maybe slowed down a wee bit, but I was still fighting and still able to keep like a wee bit of a run going. Mm. But then once I hit the Ormore Road and that hill, just a constant hill, and then obviously the crowds were so good and all my car like, keep going, Q, well done, Q. Because you know, if you're <laughs> wee badging all on, well, I had to just stop and take a walk, Robbie. I just could not get up that hill. Do you know what I mean? So, you were sitting there and you're putting all the effort in and I don't know, it's hard, it's hard to describe, you know what I mean? You're sitting going... Okay, just oh, an empty. Oh, it was just pure, pure, oh, I've nothing here. And I was going, right, if I get the top of this hill and then run back down Ravensdale or Ravens Hill, yeah. I was going, what am I going to do? So I made the decision, I said, right, from here, just walk to the top of the hill and then you can run back down. And I've done that. Now, because I was at the 4.30 and then I'd kept my paces and done all things, I was ahead of the 4.30 pacer, okay? But then whenever I was coming down Ravens Hill, I could hear somebody saying, and there's the 4.30 pacer coming up. No, and I was going, oh, no, the 4.30 pacer. <laughs> so I, I says, right, it's time to kick on here. And I went, right, I'm going to kick on. But, but no, the legs just, I was going, Q, you have to keep going, keep going. Now, I was back to running at the time, or... Like, I thought it was like the same boat, like I'm sprinting here, but you're obviously not. <laughs> yeah. It's just the tiredness in your legs and all. So I managed to stay in front of him until probably the last quarter of a mile. And then he just came up beside me and then just went past me a wee bit. And then I finished four, I think it was 4.30, 13 or something. But I still call it a 4.30. Yeah. And he says, I go, 4.30? But even when he passed me and all, and it was only like literally 200 yards, I just couldn't. I was going, oh, I just wanted to grab the back of him and hold on. But no, I just couldn't. Yeah, so. But I was happy, Robbie. Yeah. I was delighted. You know, I was sitting there, what's that, probably 13, 14 months from. I was running 20 seconds. Yeah, that was and brilliant. I was standing there going wild. I just run from Harkins. I had the same buzz in Edinburgh before. I broke four hours and I finished four hours and 34 seconds. Yeah. Like, there's nothing I could do about it. No, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. The effort was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was hoping that the whole chip time thing was wrong. Like, yeah. <laughs> it didn't work out that way. The course was I actually wrong. met your brother then at the finish of that. Yes. As I was finishing, coming yes. down the Raven Hill Road. 
and like, so I crossed the finish line with him and he was like never again yeah. never again am I doing that like yeah. I said no no you don't Brian you just wait yeah. it is yeah. you know it's tough like but again because you're just finished you yeah. know what I mean give it an never hour's time like you're just, sitting yeah, there you're just saying never again never again never again but then you obviously do like, so what was like over the finish line it was tough like it's hard it was, work isn't it it was very hard work but that's what I'm saying as it progressed do you know what I mean and then I think I only done one twenty miler because I've got to say to you, whenever I was doing the training program, then I failed. There was like two, three long runs that was at the max, and I had failed on two of them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But again, that was because of the weeks running before. Do you know what I mean? And that's what it does, though. So the Hansen is trying to get you to adapt. Yeah. Not that's it, really. Yeah. Not a good sort of coach, except they they were push your body and fatigue to try and get it adapt to the next yeah. level really yeah. which is where you're at now yes. you can see you're past that yes. sort of stumbling yeah. you, you have to do that like, yeah. it doesn't always work out yeah. when you're training runs it can be hard on your confidence sometimes it like, is, yeah. um, there's not many people in their first marathon slightly different now I suppose people are learning a lot more yes. but it used to be you know you train to 20 miles yeah. and then hang on for the last 10k yeah. like yeah. <laughs> it really was as simple as that so you went on to Dublin then and you you target four fifteen. I target four fifteen then, so that that was in the May, and then Dublin then was for October, and then I don't, I don't even know was I in Dublin. I can't remember if I don't book Dublin after Belfast or I actually book both of them. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I just saying that then I do Dublin as well. So what wait? What wait were you coming into Dublin? Coming into Dublin, I was probably still fifteens. In the fifteens, then. That's perfect. Fifteens, like. yeah. So you're probably fifteen two, yeah. I think it was fifth because I still would have weighed myself now again. I don't get too mm. caught up in like constantly weighing now. I don't go to slim world or nothing no more. You know what I mean? Just yeah. few days, but I still trying to lose weight. So how, how did that day. feel, like just in your everyday life then? You know, twenty two and a half stone. I know you didn't consciously think too much about it, like, but to be then fifteen stone, you start to feel the heavy the oh, health benefits unbelievable Robbie it is it's probably when you're at your heaviest weight you're just used, you're just used to it okay but uh, one day I don't, I don't even know how it came about but we're in this shop one day and <laughs> there had to be scales and then like 12 balls of coke you know the big full balls yeah. of coke and all and it came about that I'd lost six and a half stone and we were mm. trying to work out what is six and a half stone so I said, like, run over there, get them scales there, and we'll put the 12 bottles of coke on. So we ended up putting on the 12, and then put another 12 on, and then another 12 on, and we actually made it up. And then I carried that, and it was massive. Now, obviously, the, all the weight is in your arms, you're trying to hold yeah. it in your arms, and it's, I don't know if it gives you an illusion of it's heavier than what it is. But when I started carrying that six and a half stone, I was going, wow. Somehow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even like people can relate when they weigh their bag, it's twenty yeah. kilos. Yeah. It's hard to lift that. It's twenty is. kilos. Yeah. Like if but you think how much is running around. Yeah, because I lost well, it's four and a half stone. Yeah. And every time I go on holiday and then fill in the twenty kilo bag, make sure it's just under it, I pick that up and think, uh, that's what Jesus, you, you don't realise. Yeah. Like that's a lot of weight. It is a lot of weight. But then again, when you were seventeen no. You didn't realise you were, mm. you know, you don't, I don't know if it's because you're like inside looking out, that's the only way I can describe it, you know, you don't realise you're 
So what sort of things changed for you? Well, you talked about at the beginning, you know, trying to play football with your grandchildren. Yeah. Well, they, they must be knackered after playing football well, then. <laughs> you, you used to cry that I didn't play football and now you cry that you didn't get the ball off. <laughs> so stuff like that there, but no, it's, it's massive really. It is, right? It's just yeah. different lifestyle, different... What about your daughters then as well? Like, how do they... Oh, they, they just love They just can't believe it either, right? They just be sort of like awestruck, you know, when they see it and stuff. They must be really but proud of you. Oh, unbelievable, yeah. They are real proud, like, you know, mm. as I often. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Dublin, 4.15, I'm interested, did you? 4.15, so again, I went and I says, let's go Hanson's again then. So went and done Hanson's plan for 4.15, which is exactly the same plan, only you readjust your training yeah. times and stuff and all. So we started doing it, and then... Mm, Probably by the time I ran Dublin. Yeah, when I ran Dublin, it was 15-2. But wow. when I was in Belfast, it was high 15s. So yeah. obviously, I still struggle with eating sometimes, if you want to call that. Right? So because I ran Belfast and I had a wee bit of leeway period, I had a wee celebratory period where I just munched and munched and munched. So I probably put a wee bit on, but then once I got back into my training... I've started losing yeah. a wee bit of weight, yeah, not drastically, just pounds here and there or whatever. So we followed the Hansen's plan for it, 4.15, and that was the first time I'd probably done the Hansen's plan complete. We're done every training day, every training time, and everything just went as according to plan. Brilliant. It's a good and feeling that, isn't it? It's unbelievable, yeah. yeah. But then that was probably because I'd already done it, and then I was up mm. to the 16 miles, and stuff but then what i done was because it was 16 miles to cheat a wee bit just to get the thing i actually done like a one warm-up the 16 miles and then a cool down so that gave me 18 miles and then because i done the cool down and the warm-up really slow it then probably didn't put this much stress yeah. on my body then do you know it's not as disciplined as you're saying there oh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so what time did you get then so we went and done it and then it's a great marathon, like it's, it's great brilliant. last year. People said to me about Belfast, or oh, why did you pick Belfast, your first one and all. But for what it is, I actually enjoyed Belfast. It was my first race. They were saying about, oh, you run away up the hill to the, uh, the zoo. zoo, and then you run down and you go into the industrial estate and down the towpath and all. But because I do a lot of running on the towpaths and all anyway. Mm. I actually enjoyed the show path. 2017, though, it's like I always go up every year to support, and yeah. um, that was the first year I ran it. The crowds were amazing. Yeah, but the crowds got bigger and bigger. People said to me that people don't really support it, no, but probably I yeah. thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it was like, you know, so for what it was, I really enjoyed it, and I, I couldn't say a bad, bad mm. thing apart from the Ormo Road. <laughs> 2019, then it was, it's the same again, like, you know, it's. The crowds are just doubling yeah. every single year, yeah. like so it's turning into a good marathon. Yeah. But Dublin moving it to Sunday, then it's yeah. the same. Yes. You know the crowds for those that are listening have never done Dublin, like, um, because this this would have been my tenth year, but unfortunately I've got an injury this year. First, I'm going to miss it, and I've seen it grow and grow and grow in the crowds, and especially moving it to the Sunday. Yes. Like wow, it's it's just. It's a carnival. It is. It is. It's a celebration yeah, of running, is. yeah, isn't it? Like it is, yes. You go through all the little wee streets and yes. the drums are playing and the awesome. bands out. Well, again, I've read somewhere that outside the majors, 
it's probably the best. Yeah. It's called the friendly marathon. Yeah. Um, I do foresee in the future it becoming a major because yeah. everybody wants to travel to Ireland. Yeah. Love yeah. Irish. It is, yeah. Good Guinness, like. Yeah. And it's set so loud, the 20,000, I think they added another 2,000 on top of that. Yes. And still loads of people trying to get into yeah. it. Like, yeah. they're screaming to get into it. And um, so 4.15, still haven't heard. How did you get on? I 4.11. Wow, that was yes. brilliant. So I was delighted. So I've done four minutes better than what I had What's that like? That's like a nine and a half minute mile. Yeah, yeah. Like, things. So but you couldn't believe it. Oh, I couldn't believe it, Robbie, because a year before that, remember, I was still running at ten and a half and struggling to get to 15 miles and all, do you know what I mean? But then with the training programme, because I do the training programmes all the time, I just get up in the morning and I can go, oh, six miles today and this year it done it all for me, I just done what it said, you know, and because I went through the whole training programme with no injuries, luckily enough, and nailed everything mm-hmm. the way it was supposed to be, everything just fell in place that day, and then the crowds, as you say, the crowds just... Last 10k in me. Dublin's amazing, yeah, isn't it? it is, People it's, just line the streets all is, the way, yeah. like... yeah. It's a long, it's a long last mile though. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it was the last, last couple of miles. Last three or four. <laughs> well, it is you're tough. Wrong. It is tough, but I think no matter what you're going to run, anyway, probably in the marathons. Mm-hmm. I mean, as you progress or anybody progresses, the last three or four miles is always going to be tough. Yeah, without a doubt. But you must have knew a lot more people down in Dublin as well yes. when you were down yeah. running. There's people yeah. you know running, etc. Everywhere every you look like there's always people. There's no like, yeah. and you maybe seen somebody that you never seen since Belfast, and you no, know, it is a real good com- running community, like you know. So how did you feel after Dublin then? Like, what did you do after? Did you come straight up the road, or? Yeah, well, Sean, my brother, he was down at it as well. So it was just the two of us, and then after we finished, we just came up the road and. Relax. You didn't have a celebratory Guinness. No. <laughs> no. Make sure you do no. that. Um, I don't want to mention a ginger man like that. He was um, meeting a ginger man afterwards. I didn't want to mention it because I don't want the place to be packed out. It was great to refuel in there with burger and chips and a pint of Guinness. Like, um, I'm not running this year. Yes. But there's no way I would miss that celebratory Guinness. So I'm going to go in and cheat. <laughs> Watch everybody race and then go in and get a Guinness. Yeah. So on the road to Dublin again this year. Sub four hours. Yes. Can you really set the stage here? You know, through know. <laughs> this podcast, it like, is, yeah. it's a huge challenge. Well, sub four. It. I really is a golden egg for marathon runners too. Four hours is what I've done. So this year I didn't really do that many races around the Newry half in May because I like it. Just it's the carriageway, you know. Yeah. I run the carriageway every. What time did you get? things in for the Newry one this year was one forty six. I, I don't right. I don't even actually know how that happened because I was like oh my god as a goal because I picked it and it was like six months out from the, these marathons I was sitting saying to myself right the goal of a four hour marathon is to be able to do a 150 half mm-hmm. if you can do a 150 half you can do the four hour marathon so I says right I'll have to do this here so I went and I done it but again I followed the Hanson's half marathon plan so I started following it and done it and again went through it all with no injuries and nailed everything I was supposed to do and went out and I just felt so strong really I don't, I don't know what it was now that was me I was probably just in the low 14 stones then like 14.4 14.5 so an hour we bit of weight loss off me but I started running and I says I'll try and maintain 
eight thirties, eight twenty fives, and see how I go. So I actually ran the first half at eight thirties, twenty fives, but then it felt good. But whenever we turned at one point to come back, it was into the wind. It was into like a strong wind. And I was sitting there and I was going, I feel good here, I'll maybe kick up a wee bit. So I started kicking up, kicking up, kicking up, and the next thing I was running like at eights, and there was two miles left, and I says, right, I'll maybe just better on here and see what happened. And I done the last two, it was like 7.50-something and a 7.30-something for the last mile. That is unbelievable. It was, yeah. And I don't even know where it come from. It was just, I don't know, it was just... That must have been a real, a real huge confidence booster anyway. Oh, it was mad, Robbie. But that was one of those moments when you look back at the tree and then, you know, your first mile. Yeah. Thinking, geez, look how far I came here. Yeah. Like, that really even surprised myself. It is, yeah. Well, it surprised me because, like, I just won at 150 because it was like a goal race. No, no, I go race to see what was I going to be able to do a four hour marathon. I just so much wanted one fifty, so I just had one fifty. If I could just hit one fifty, like if I'd have done one fifty nine fifty fifty eight, or one forty nine fifty eight, I'd have took it. I you know yeah. what I mean. I wasn't looking that fast, but just on the day, everything just went. Everything just fell in place. That that was the moment where. You know, I was like, wow, I was doing loose long slow long mountain miles yes. at the time i was like wow I, that was the moment where i thought back of you in fs wheels yeah. and he's run 146 i go to Evelyn. i couldn't run a 146 right now yeah and there's q would actually beat me to half a marathon if yeah. somebody had told me in the shop that day when he was near 23 stone yeah. you know q's gonna beat you in a half a marathon and, and i was thinking he's not gonna be here <laughs> five years time look at the size and there's no way out of and yeah. that's why you know like that just blew my mind. I yeah. just thought that was absolutely amazing. Looking forward to seeing what you do. Yes. Um, you've got the training done, and you said that you're up to sixty miles a week. I'm yes. so jealous now. It's been yeah. so long since I've had a good training session, um, and it's only four weeks away. Have you thought about? You talked about Chicago. Then you're yes. actually booked into Chicago. Yes. Was that something you just threw your hat in and got pulled out, or are you thinking bigger? Robbie, I was sitting, and obviously people talk about majors and things, and then I was just lying on the sofa one night, and I says, some cry of Q Rennie, done the majors, okay? And I was sitting there, and it just happened at the time that the Chicago stuff was coming out, it was on Facebook and all, and the ballot this and the ballot that, and all. So I just randomly says, I wonder if I entered that, would you get in? So... <laughs> just just enter and see what happens, thinking that I'll not get in, do you know what I mean? And it ended up that bang. It came back then and says, Congratulations, you have been entered into Chicago and I went, Oh shit Because <laughs> what have I done here now then? But then because I done that then I actually set another goal then. So, so what date's that on? That's in two weeks' time. I actually fly away next Tuesday. Wow. So things, so I'm actually looking for two sub fours in the one month. That's fantastic. Um, You're going to love Chicago. Chicago Marathon is absolutely brilliant. Like, you know, it's one of my, I think, out of them all, I think that's the one I would go back to. Yes. So that's fantastic. So is that where your mind's going next is world majors? I would love to do one a year if Mm -hmm. I could. I have my goal set on one a year. Now, obviously, they're hard to get in and stuff and then things, but my top goal would be probably to do Boston last by qualifying for mm-hmm. rather than going through ballots and stuff. 
by then I'll be in my 50s. So I think it's, what is it, 3.35 or 3.40 or something like that there. Do you know what I mean? So can I get to 3.40? Do you know what I mean? So I've got, so that's, that is my journey now. Um, Is that it then? Because it sounds like you're just building, building. You just, it's, it's such a similar path to what I've got. Am I going to see you in UTMB? I suppose that's the question I'm asking you. Possibly, possibly <laughs> Rob. I actually watch a lot of them on YouTube and all, and I think they're fantastic. See, see the stuff in America and the trial running. Now, I obviously do a lot of running on the carriageway and stuff and all, but believe it or not, for the first time this year, I actually went up into the mountains. I, now we're sitting here, the mountains are basically in the back garden here. Um, I've grew up about 30, 35 years with the mountains sitting in my back garden and I never went into the mountains once in my life. Not once in my life. And then I've gone to the mountains tonight and I just love it up there. It must I be just, amazing though because like at 23 stone it's hard to get up the bloody mountains. Oh, it's, hard, it's I mean? hard to get in the car. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah. now you've got a new piece of kit. Yeah. Which is your body yeah, now. It's, it is. You've now got into this fine tune. Yeah. And now you can actually go up to the mountains and enjoy. That yeah. must make, you know, when you look back on your journey, it's quite a short journey as well. Yes. You must look back and then you can go up and enjoy the mountains. Thinking, oh, it is. Wow, it is. this is amazing. But I don't know if it's probably cramming everything in because I've never done it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And that's why I say to people now, do it now before you're like me and you're coming 50 before you realise stuff's out there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But then everybody else be happy and doing their own stuff at the time. Like 15 years ago, or whatever, with that, it says Robbie was running marathon in Chicago's and all that going, he's fine, what the hell is he going to Chicago to run 26 miles for? Do you know what I mean? Because, yeah. I don't know, it wasn't me then, do you know what I mean? Whereas it is now, and you sort of just discover, and I don't know, it's just something that comes on. I'm excited you. for you, just yes. listening to you. Yeah. So I am. Yeah. What, what a bit of advice would you give to somebody that's maybe listening to this? And wondering, you know, should I enter a marathon? Should I not enter a marathon? Or, you know, is a bit overweight. Go, go or, on. I suppose, what bit of advice would you give yourself when you were 23 stone thinking, well, he's a nutter? Like, do, do it. Don't even think about it. Seriously. Don't even think about it, probably. If it comes into your head and they're saying, would I be able to run Dublin next year? If you're sitting now and you're a wee bit overweight or you're overweight, you have one year. And see that one year, that one year will fly in. Okay, so just set yourself simple goals. No, don't go, don't go overboard. Just nice simple goals, and just go for it. Don't even think about it. Get it done. Because that, that's basically what I done. That's all. Okay, that's brilliant. We're sure we're back in Chicago. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good luck. This is amazing. I knew Q when he was at his heaviest, and I was genuinely worried about his future. This is a transformation that I hope will inspire many. Please share it. If it helps just one person, then it makes it all worthwhile. Until next week, stay safe and keep on moving.